they say can be done. We've got a long way to go and a short time to get there. I'm East, I'm just Welcome back to another episode of Smoky College Football Picks with the Bandit. Always fun, Bandit, dealing with technology and audio, isn't it? Yeah, that, that, that is always a fun when we're trying to get the show done, and uh, we've been working on it for about 30 minutes trying to get something to work right. That's, that's always a tough thing, man, but technology sucks, and you know our picks kind of sucked last week, too. But you know this week, we're due. We are due, folks, so, so listen in and, and lock in. I was just fortunate that that B-O-O-K-I-E never came through, so I didn't lose any money. Yeah, you would have lost some money, and I would have lost some money. On the season, though, um, you're at 500 right now, and I'm at 14-9. and nine. Um, I had came down because I went great. I ran hot in week one. Week two, not so much. So let's, let's see if we can get it going in week three. What do you think? Let's get going. All right, so the first game we've got is we've got Ohio State. We've got got a couple of Big Ten matchups to start the, the show. We got Ohio State at Indiana, Ohio State, an 18-point favorite. Who you like? You know, I'm going to start off right away that I was flip-flopping more around more than a fat man in a waterbed because I changed this about three times. I think Indiana, to stay in this game, they've got to keep feeding Stevie Scott the ball. But at the end of the day, I just think Ohio State's too much. They cover this Okay, well, we, we agree on that one. I mean, Justin Fields looks pretty good, um, and, I, and I'm just not super impressed with Indiana. I know it's road, 18 points. I, I say Ohio State by, you know, roughly 24 in this game. That's more than 18, so I like Ohio State to cover here. Yeah, this will be Ohio State's first road game of the year, I believe. Yeah, that'll be interesting. Interesting little test, but um, I think they historically, you know, roll over Indiana should be fine. Another road test uh, for another Big Ten team. We got Maryland going to Temple as a seven-point favorite. Who you like in this one? You know, what's with all these names of former teen heartthrobs? Because Maryland's got themselves a teen heartthrob, like I called last week on the podcast, Josh Jackson, former <laughs> V-Tech. Dawson's Creek, man. Right? I know. We've got Steve Saunders playing, Josh Jackson. I think there's a third out there. I'll tell you what, this kid looks legit. Like I said, he transferred out of VTech. Maryland, I could not believe how they destroyed Syracuse, even though Syracuse is, we both overrated them. I think Maryland cakewalks again. And you know what? Oh. I'm going to lock it up. Wow, wow. I like it. I like it. Now, you, you missed your lock last week. I've gotten my locks two weeks in a row, but you went with two locks on week one. So you're not doing too bad. You got, you got, you got kind of two going both ways. But – the um, uh, the thing here is that, you know, I like Maryland. That offense looks like it's for real. I mean, anytime you put up something like 135 points in your first two games, um, you, something's going right. Temple's always, you know, known for its defense, but I like Maryland. And are they the one that have Demas on the, on the team that you like? We, we, we are off the Demas bandwagon after his two-catch performance. They didn't need uh, uh, Dante Demas high school football last well, week, little Bill and Ted's uh, – uh, reference there, but I think this is the week they start getting Anthony Booger McFarland going, and I, I said this game, I think Maryland, I, I think they're legit. I definitely think they're legit. Yeah, Anthony McFarland's a beast. He's going to be somebody that's going to be playing on Sundays uh, uh, possibly there, so I like them as well. That's two in a row that we like. You know, we started off the week one podcast uh, agreeing on a bunch, and it was really good for us. So we're going to stay in the Big Ten. I don't know. I guess Big Ten only likes to play noon games, I, I think is the way it goes. Um, but we've got Pitt uh, at Penn State. Penn State's a 17-and-a-half-point favorite. Who you like? 
This is another tough game this week. You know, if I was a betting man, I would not be putting money on this game. We don't really know that much about Penn State. They seem to come out slow and then heat up. I think, you know, you got to keep feeding the rock to K.J. Handler in this game. I'm hoping for Pitt to get on the board a little because I've got Maurice French in a few weeks. But I, at the end of the day, I ended up picking Penn State to cover this game. Okay, yeah. Um, you got Penn State on this one. You know, I just don't know enough about Penn State and, and Pitt to really understand this from the standpoint of, of you know, how close is this going to be? I know that Penn State rolls out Sean Clifford. I don't know if he's Clifford the dog or if he's Clifford the, the, the awesome quarterback. Um, we're going to see what, what happens with, with Penn State. Um, I'm sorry, with Pittsburgh. They lost the season opener to Virginia. But Virginia, we're going to get to them later in the show. Maybe a little sneaky good. So I like Pitt to cover here. Um, I'm taking Pitt in the points, hoping for a close game. Um, so we do disagree sometimes, Smokey, so that's good. Um, somebody's got to be right on that game. Um, Unless it ends in a lightning strike and a tie. <laughs> that's right. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, speaking of lightning strikes, we got Air Force, um, which I think that that's what they have on their helmets, actually, at Colorado. Colorado is a three-and-a-half-point favorite. I don't know even know if Chenault's going to play here. Um, who you like? Is he banged up? I didn't even know Chenault was banged up. Yeah, Chenault's a little banged up. Um, I, I, I don't think that it it's really that bad. I think he should be good to go. But um, it's going to be it's 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 going to be interesting. He he he's we, we've used the term fragile. I think he used fragile. What what does it go? What is fragile Freddy? Yeah, he's a fragile Freddy, as we like to say. So we're not, you know, we're going to see how pro-ready he is. I more like Colorado. In more this importantly, one. bigger question, biggest early season fantasy bust, Chenault or Josh Kelly over at UCLA? Oh, definitely Josh Kelly. The guy doesn't even get on the field. At least Chenault. Oh, he played had, last week. He had like 30 yards rushing against uh, vicious San Diego State as okay. that defense. So he got on the field and was horrible. So yeah. I, I'll take Chenault. I'll, I'll take uh over the, I'll take Chenault over over Kelly. Um, I think Kelly is definitely a bust. But I like Colorado in this one. I like yeah, the cover. I don't know anything. I'm assuming the low point spread means Air Force must have a pretty good defense. Are they running one of those triple Lindy offenses at Air Force still? Oh, they always do. They always run like a like a you know throw the ball with three laterals um, yeah. type offense. Yeah. Yeah. And the question is, which Steven Montez shows up? This guy's a Jekyll and Hyde quarterback. I guess I like the Jekyll side better because I think Colorado covers this game. Okay. All right. So that, that one we agree on. Um, all right. I haven't gotten to my lock yet. We're going to get to that later. But we've got – an. I saw this, and I'm like, wow, this is kind of an interesting spread. we got Stanford at Central Florida. I assume Costello's not playing in this no, game. No, he's back. He's back. Wait, he's back, and they're a nine-point dog? Because that's yeah. the thing. Central Florida's nine-point favorites. Yeah, I know. I know KJ Costello was announced that he will be playing in this game, people. Okay. Okay. So who do you like? I'll tell you what. UCF looks like they could be the best team in the state of Florida, and we're Gator fans. Uh, I, I UCF has got some serious athletes on that team. They're not getting any love. They're putting up points right and left. I'm taking UCF to cover this spread. Yeah, I, I like I like UCF to cover the spread as well. I mean, Even I've with watched- KJ Costello? Even with, without, I don't care if you put Abbott and Costello in there, man. I mean, I, I, I don't really care. Stanford's offense looks horrible. I mean, that's the thing. They're, they're, they're unwatchable, um, frankly. I mean, they're, they, if, if UCF can put up 20 points in this game, they're going to, they're probably going to cover the spread here. I mean, I could see a 20 to 10 game. 
here. Stanford's that bad. I mean, UCF's defense, you know, they got some athletes, but we're going to have to see. But, yeah, I like Central Florida to cover here. Um, we've agreed on all but one game. This is kind of scary. I don't know if we're going to agree here. This is this one's kind of controversial. The spread's a little th – this is a tough one. Coin flip, in my opinion. Alabama out, at South Carolina, Alabama a 25-and-a-half point favorite. Who do you like? Roll tide roll. They're going to roll so much. Najee Harris might even get going in this game. He has been a disappointment to people who took him in the mid-rounds of fantasy. Alabama covers this easy. South Carolina is just a spectacularly kind of awful. Yeah. Oh, that, I, I really like that. And I learned something last week. And so I switched two games based off of your picks, and I lost both of those games. So I am not switching, even if I think that you make a very, very good point this week. And we'll see if it burns me. But here, I just think it's just too many points. I think South Carolina can, at, at least at home, show some pride. I see kind of like this could almost be a backdoor cover game, right, where where basically Alabama gets out to, to a lead. They really, you know, just kind of like it's – they're up, you know, 28, you know, in the third quarter. Then they really don't care. They lose interest. And then South Carolina winds up covering uh, with a fourth-quarter touchdown. Alabama's putting up at least 52. I don't even think South Carolina's offense is capable of scoring in the 20s. Oh, well, that's a good point. That, that's an excellent one. I think South Carolina's going to play a little better defense. That's why I think that, that the 25-and-a-half is a coverable number. But – According to Fischler, or according to, sorry, according to uh, Smokey here, it's going to be, you know, an easy 35-point cover. Is that what you see? That's correct, Kaufman. <laughs> <laughs> we have aliases for a reason. We had aliases <laughs> for a reason. You blew my cover, damn it. Oh, all right. So if that's okay. The only, uh, the only, only the people that get to the middle of the podcast will get that. <laughs> oh, all right. So we're halfway through. We just halfway ask through. you to download. Don't listen. Yeah, download. Don't listen. Exactly. So now we, we're 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 coming down the home stretch. I, uh, I like the uh, the last six games. We got Southern Cal at BYU. Southern Cal's a three and a half point favorite. Um, obviously, new quarterback at Southern Cal. Uh, but BYU's just coming off their inspirational win at Tennessee. Who you like? I think it's pronounced Kevin Slobis. Is it? Uh, I, I have no idea what this guy's name is or anything. Um, but. He shocked the world, Muhammad Ali style, against uh, Stanford last Saturday. When I, I did a double take uh, when I saw that score. And this is their first road chat test USC. USC has, outside of quarterback, we know they have explosive backs and Stephen Carr and that other guy. They've got uh, Rosso St. Brown and Vaughn's at wide receiver. They just have too many offensive weapons. I think USC covers this spread easy. Yeah, I, I agree with you here. I mean, I, I, I was shocked by that SC spread because last week, as we know on the podcast, I, I took Stanford, which was a mistake. And um, and now, you know, Southern Cal uh, looks like they came from behind and start, started just running up the score. I like them to easily blow out at BYU. They're talking trap game, which that means that we're, we're Washington definitely – Washington State next week, my, my, my Cougars. Yeah, yeah the, the Cougars. So, Tonight, um, I like 15 Eastern. Yeah, I think Tennessee is horrible. So I don't give BYU a lot of credit for the Tennessee win. Um, BYU wasn't that good against Utah in week one. So, yeah, I like Southern Cal to roll here. Um, all right. Speaking of teams that haven't looked that good, we got two of them uh, in the next game. This is kind of our bad game of the week. We got Colorado State going to Arkansas. Arkansas, 10-point favorites. Who do you like? The only thing I know about this game is Arkansas sucks. Give me Colorado State to cover. 
Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I agree with you. Colorado State, uh, I love them covering. I love them winning outright. Um, if you're looking oh, easily, at easily, yeah. If, if you're looking at a possible money line bet, um, that that looks to be the play here. I like it a lot. Um, Colorado State does have some some good weapons uh, on offense. They they hung in there pretty well with a Colorado team that we don't think is just a complete chump. Um, they have they have Colin. I call him Colin. Everybody else calls him Colin. I hate when people do that. It makes me cringe. But um, Colin Hill. Maybe they uh, have anus on the mind. <laughs> yes, right. he's here all week, people. He is here all week. But I like Colorado State and Colin, not Colin Hill, to uh, to put the team on his shoulders. And I, I like him to just absolutely put up some offense in Arcan- at Arkansas. I like them to uh, to win this game outright. So I certainly like getting 10 points. And that's why I'm going to make it my lock of the week right there. Colorado, Colorado State's State. offense put up some, some points. I think they put up about 42 last week. I don't recall, but I think they did. I, they can they can score some points. They can't play any defense. Can't play any defense. Um, yeah, but Arkansas really can't play offense or defense. <laughs> so there you go. So that's why that's why we like them. All right, last four games. We got some big games here. Um, first one, I think they get you know, I, actually I think all combined these are four pretty decent games. I would have liked a bigger like marquee matchup in the evening. This is the closest game in the evening. Really, um, is Florida at Kentucky. Um, we got the Florida Gators going to Kentucky. Kentucky uh, broke the 31-game losing streak last year. Gators looking for some revenge. Uh, Florida's eight-and-a-half-point favorites. Who do you like here? Yeah, even with C.J. Henderson out and Kadarius Toney, uh, but Kentucky's without their starting quarterback. If Florida can't cover eight on a, I, whoever's starting for Kentucky for the first time, then I won't be watching many more Gator games. Give me the Gators to roll and roll big. Yeah, I, I like the Gators in this game, too. I'm a little nervous, but that's only because we have Felipe Franks and his uh, craziness under settle center. So, um, so yeah, I, I, I like Florida as well. I'm not even going to talk about this because I don't want to jinx the game. I feel like the more I talk about it, the more I'm going to jinx the Gators here. You but probably you will, but let me tell the listeners, if you think Bandit is the ultimate jinx for the Gators, then tweet us in at SmokeyBanditCFB or email us a longer response at SmokeyAndTheBandit.com cfb at yahoo.com perfect perfect he's a professional ladies and gentlemen he'll be here all week um all right so we've got um we've got another game we've got the other team from florida or one of the other teams florida state which is kind of like needed a missed extra point to beat louisiana monroe going to virginia um and virginia's a seven and a half point favorite very disrespectful to florida state historically but frankly probably about right who do you like in this game Virginia doesn't have much outside of Bryce Perkins. Fortunately, you don't need much to beat Florida State. I think Virginia covers 10, 14-point victory over the dehydrated Florida State Seminoles. That's right. They, they, they can't have their Gatorade, Powerade, or whatever else they're allowed to drink at, 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 at the Florida State sidelines. Um, I, this Florida State team is a dumpster fire. Um, until they show something, they could, they could surprise in this game, keep it close, win it outright, all that sort of thing. I'm not super confident. But Virginia's got Bryce Perkins. They have a quarterback who knows what he's doing. They've got a good defense. They've got a very good defense. So I like them at home uh, uh, here in the Beltway area. They're starting to get on the bandwagon on Virginia football. So that's probably a good sign. I like them to cover the seven and a half as well. Yet again, another game that we agree on. Um, all right, we got two left. Uh, I'm going to do these, and it doesn't matter which order. These are the two primetime games um, that I'll be flipping back and forth. 
uh, from first one, Clemson at Syracuse. Clemson, 28-point favorite. Who you like here? The listeners heard it first here on this podcast that we were afraid that Tommy DeVito might be more Danny DeVito. Forget about that. I'd rather have Danny DeVito at quarterback than Tommy DeVito. After two games, he is just awful and everything. And this is going to be, what, 70 to 10 or something? I mean, this basically is when does Clemson get the third teamers in? Because the Cuse is just awful. Clemson, if you're only betting one game this week, I'm not locking it up, but I think Clemson just blows the doors off of the Cuse. Look at what Maryland did to them last weekend. I know, I know. It's like, it, it's absolutely, I mean, Clemson's offense is better than Maryland's offense, and Maryland just put it on uh, Syracuse. I mean, they're at home, but it doesn't even matter. I mean, really, with this Syracuse team, they are a mess right now. Tommy DeVito, um, I regret taking him in fantasy. He's been sitting on my bench after that week one, so I, I did bench him against Maryland, which was the right thing to do. Um, I, I, you know, he's just not that good. So I like Clemson as well, and I like him to win this by 40. I mean, I, 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 I agree with, with uh, Smokey here. It's uh, it's an easy game, and it's almost too easy. You know, it's almost one of those ones that's it's like, how is the line only 28? Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a little surprising. You thought it would be more like a 30-point spread or 35. That's right, that's right. Okay, so we've come down the home stretch. We've given you a very quick 12-game recap. We've got our 12th game here. Um, we've got Oklahoma minus 24 at UCLA. Uh, Oklahoma... Uh, with a 24 point, uh, uh, they're, they're 24 point favorites. I, you know, that's interesting spread. I'm not, I'm not going to say anything about it. I'm going to give you the, the, the first word on it. Who you like in this one? Yeah, you know, it's funny because I recall one time where Bandit wanted Chip Kelly at the University of Florida. Thank goodness. That was such didn't... a bad, that, that's, that's like, that's like the, the time that you catch yourself wearing doll bottoms or something like that. You're just, you're just like cringe. At it. But thanks for reminding me. Ukla could end up going like 0-5 to start the season. I mean, this Dorian Thompson-Robinson, who we call Shoelaces Robinson, is how do they not have another quarterback that's better? I mean, San Diego State's no cupcake. I mean, they they always play well in their bowl games, so I wasn't surprised that San Diego State beat them last weekend. I I just don't see how, how, how Ukla stays on the field, unless Josh Kelly goes off because Oklahoma doesn't have the greatest defense in the world, but there's no way Dorian... the only way Oklahoma stays in this game is if Dorian Thompson Robinson gets knocked out of the game or benched. Oklahoma covers this easy, and I completely agree. And I, you know, so so this is the apocalypse. I think I've counted this. We agree on ten of the twelve games, which is pretty much unprecedented in the history of the podcast. If you don't know, Smokey and I do our picks before we even get on the on the podcast. We do them separately. But yeah, we agree on 10 of these 12 games. So we're either going to go down in flames together or we're going to be awesome. Uh, so hopefully it's the latter. Um, I appreciate all the listeners uh, tuning in this week. Hopefully we gave you some good picks. When we agree, it's typically a good thing, even even when we have off weeks. Um, I'll give you the last word, Smokey. Hey, I was a little surprised, Bandit. You left the biggest game of the week as you picked the games that we go over off the sheet. The Gotham Gators at the Flarkensaw Gatorbacks in our fantasy league. Oh my gosh, that's that's an excellent point. We're playing each other in fantasy, and you are probably about a twenty point favorite. I, I don't know what the favorite. I didn't look at the spread, but uh, I think I'm about a sixty percent chance to win, according to Yahoo. So tune in next week to find out if the Gotham Gators beat the Arkansas Gatorbacks. Because we know you're not here for the betting picks. You're here for our fantasy teams. And for that's now, that's right. 
All right, we are out. He's pounding down, loaded up and trucking. Are we going to do what they say can't be done? We've got a long way.